0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Because of what I'm about to say in this podcast, I want to start with a disclaimer. I like the nation of Turkey very much. I have traveled there. I have worked there. My wife and I have vacationed there. I have studied archaeology there. I have met with political leaders. Of course, I have many Turkish, I'm sorry, Kurdish friends uh, in Turkey. Uh, I like Turkey. I like the culture. I like the food. I like the hamams, the Turkish baths, I like very much. Uh, I like Turkey. I hope to be visiting there and working there for the the rest of my life, but I do not like the current leader of Turkey, whose name is Recep Erdogan, and I do not like the thuggish government and military he has produced. I've been concerned about Mr. Erdogan for a long time. I've said as much in these podcasts. Uh, this is a man, though his nation is a member of NATO, if you can believe it, who has actually made speeches within the last few years talking about launching a crusade to retake Jerusalem. Now think about that. That's a U.S. ally, and that is a member of NATO. This is a man who uh, visited with Donald Trump in the first year of his presidency, and after meeting with him at the White House, went to the Turkish ambassador's home, there was a a protest out front and mr. Erdogan not only watched but also instructed his guards to beat the protesters many of them beaten senseless uh, in a very violent display that by the way you can watch on YouTube just just put in the right search terms I love what John McCain said right afterwards senator US Senator John McCain uh, he said that this is not uh, the way things are done in the United States we believe in freedom of speech and we should throw the Turkish ambassador the hell out of the country mr. McCain doesn't always represent my views, but he certainly did on this issue. And now Mr. Erdogan's government, having uh, abused the Kurds within Turkey, having been um, really duplicitous in his dealings with Iraqi Kurdistan, etc., now his military has rolled into a border town called Afrin, A-F-R-I-N. Afrin is in the northern part of Syria. It's along the coast, I'm sorry, not the coast, but along the border of Turkey, and Mr. Erdogan has made the claim that the YPG, which is basically the people's militia, the Kurdish people's militia of Syria, the ones by the way, who have gained a lot of the victory for us against ISIS, um, he's begun to call the YPG a terrorist organization. He believes they are in league with the PKK, uh, which was which is uh, a Kurdish guerrilla organization that has at times sought peace and sought to sort of lay down their arms and and then the Turkish government has radicalized them again, quite frankly. So Mr. Erdogan is accusing the YPG, which is a U.S. ally and uh, which has done marvelous things against ISIS, of being in league with the PKK and therefore an enemy of Turkey. So he's rolled his tanks. He's rolled his military into Afrin, even though it's in a foreign country. He's begun to bombard it. Hundreds have died. Um, Atrocities are being done. Children are being traumatized. This looks exactly uh, like what Mr. Assad was doing in Syria against his own civilian populations. So the thing I have to I want to say about this uh, is that it really has to relate to U.S. policy. I do not understand, and I condemn the fact that uh, our American diplomats, our American decision makers in the area of foreign policy, um, are and I don't use this phrase lightly, are sucking up constantly to Turkey. And I cannot understand what Turkey brings to the equation. Why do we tiptoe around Turkey? Why do we allow Mr. Erdogan to do the violent things that he does? Why do we call him an ally? Why do we have him in NATO when, in fact, he's operating against almost every agenda, almost every vision, uh, almost every principle uh, that the nations uh, in NATO have agreed to? Uh, We are betraying the Kurds in the Middle East. The Kurds, Syrian Kurds, Iraqi Kurds, uh, yes, even Turkish Kurds have been our allies. They are, for the most part, pro-American. They have fought ISIS for us. They have bled. They have died. Men and women have shown tremendous courage, tremendous nobility. Uh, They have been amazing. We have betrayed them over and over and over. I have said in this podcast repeatedly how we have betrayed the Iraqi Kurds when uh, a combination of the government of Baghdad. Dad and Shiite militia from Iran uh, rolled into the Kirkuk oil fields, killed Kurds, um, and took over those oil fields. And all because, of course, the Iraqi Kurds had had a referendum that showed about 93% of their populace wanted independence. And by the way, independence should come for the Iraqi Kurds. And the U.S. is wrong not to support that. Mr. Tillotson, our Secretary of State, is absolutely wrong on this issue. But this is a separate issue, this Afrin issue. And what it means, basically, is that we're willing to allow a NATO ally to roll into a foreign country, bombard a little town of of 35,000 in a larger canton of about 175,000, and, and kill people, murder people who have been our allies, whom we've been supplying, uh, and do it all because he's got some trumped-up charge regarding guerrilla activity. Quite frankly, the guerrilla activity that the folks in... Uh, and Afrin have been dealing with is guerrilla activity on the part of ISIS. They've been extremely effective in dealing with ISIS. Uh, they are basically a people's brigade, uh, as they call themselves, and they have done noble work. The U.S. has supplied them. Uh, essentially, the YPG is a U.S. ally. A lot of what's going on here, of course, is Russia uh, sidling up to Turkey, uh, trying to gain territory in the region. They'd like to have an enhanced uh, air base there in the Afrin area a lot of what's going on here is that the Turkish military is being used to drive the Kurds out of their homeland in Afrin so that the combination of the Turks and the Soviets can have an air base nearby and I I have to say that while I love my country and I'm, I'm a strong defender of, of many of its policies and I'm I'm grateful for our, our strong military presence in most countries and grateful for our strong principles I'll have to say that the US has absolutely gone weak kneed when it comes to to Mr. Erdogan, when it comes to uh, the government in Baghdad, and all of it has done a disservice to the Kurds. I'm not just on a rant here. I, I want to say that if we're going to be consistent with U.S. foreign policy principles, and if, by the way, we're going to be consistent with what Mr. Trump has said about the Kurds and about foreign policy, we should be standing with the Kurds. We should be insisting that the, the uh, that Turkey leave Afrin. We should be backing off the Russians in the region, and we should... Should be supporting Turkish independence. I'm sorry, Kurdish independence. What we need is an independent Kurdistan that combines uh, current Iraqi Kurdistan with parts of Syria and perhaps parts of other countries. Um, This is what's just. This is what's right. I've said many times on this podcast. The Kurds are the largest people group in the world, 35 million, who do not have a homeland of their own. It's past time. These are principles of Americanism that we have agreed to uh, since before World War II and which President Wilson systematized after World War II in his 14 points. We've been promising the Kurds independence for years. That's a lot of the solution. But we are... Showing weakness. Here we are with an administration that talks tough, that has a, a really some really fine men in charge of its defense. General Mattis is an amazing man, and yet we are going weak. We are we are just absolutely bending over backwards to allow tyrants to do what they do in the Middle East. It is a betrayal of Israel. It is a betrayal of the Kurds. It is a betrayal of our allies. It's even a betrayal uh, of King Abdullah in Jordan, a man I I like and admire. So it's time for us to get. the courage of our convictions. And AFRIN matters because it's another line in the sand at which U.S. uh, diplomats are, are dithering uh, are betraying the Kurds. And I got to tell you, there's so, only so much betrayal that they're going to put up with. There's there's only so much weakness we can show in the Middle East without other tyrants arising, uh, without other people who would never a year or two ago have stepped over certain lines in the sand without them beginning to test American resolve. I can't find anywhere in the Middle East where the United States is maintaining firm, absolutely unwavering resolve even when it comes to putting a check and, and a hedge against its own allies. Afrin matters because it's going to be yet another symbol of American weakness, American dithering, and men like Recep Erdogan will take advantage of that. People will die. Our Kurdish allies will be killed. There will be no independent Kurdistan as there should be. And tyrants will be emboldened. That's why Afrin matters. And what do I want you to do, I want you to be aware of it. I want you to contact your congressman, particularly if your congressman or your senator uh, is on one of the uh, foreign relations committees um, or any committee that has to do with defense. I want you to make your your principles known. Make sure you know what you're talking about. Make your principles known. Send emails, make calls. These things do matter. And Afrin is yet another line in the sand at which the U.S. currently is showing the kind of weakness for which we will pay dearly in the future. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include... The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv